Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Aesthetic Coaches Corner. My name is George Scandalis, and with me, I've got our favorite coaches. We've got Lisa Krause, the bitch and beautician. How are you, Lisa? I am so good. Always my best time spent with my favorite peeps. I feel like you have to say that, Lisa, because we're on we're on the we're on here. So you know, like, well, I, you know, I, I'm a bitch. I'll tell it how it is. If I was like, you know, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I've also got. The power couple from the USA, Nick and Steph Tverdick. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Doing great. Uh, it's my birthday today, so I'm pretty pumped about it. Oh, do we should we all say happy birthday? Yes. Uh, no, it's okay. We're actually broadcasting from out of the country um, for the big 4-0, and she surprised me with a trip that I actually ended up figuring out that it wasn't a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. So I, I log on to my United app and I'm looking at trip because I was flying. And oh, that's brilliant. Days ago. And I look at, I look and I'm like, why are, why are we going to Cabo? And she goes, <laughs> I was like, what? Whoa. Well, that's a great gift. Happy yeah. birthday, Nick Tverdick. Yeah. Is that your 40th now? I'm 42 day. Yes. Oh, congratulations, wow. Happy man. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. You look, <laughs> you only look 35, mate. Ah, well, thank you. I appreciate it. Time <laughs> <laughs> technology, though, right? Yeah. I never, I was so careful and I should have never put a stupid frequent flyer number on his ticket because I didn't think about it popping up in his phone app. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Well, uh, Steph's going to moderate today. So so. I'm moderating the topic today, which I'm really excited to hear what the coaches have to say about this topic because it comes up a lot. We get asked about it a lot and it's something all of us have to deal with as business owners. And it can be really confusing sometimes. And I think sometimes it's hard to know how to handle it and what to do. Um, So I'm going to start with Nathan because Nate, I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about this because I know that you have a lot of experience in this area. So the and we're topic, going to talk about, yeah, <laughs> why don't topic. we talk about the topic? Yeah. We're going to talk, and this was a request, by the way. So one of our listeners requested this topic, and it's doing staff um, treatments in the workplace. Staff and treatments for yourself, too, in the workplace. Yeah, so I have a no-bullshit policy for this. Um, doing treatments on yourself is a no-no, um, in my opinion. We're in a medical setting. These are medical treatments, and I never want any of my staff members or myself doing a treatment in a room by themselves because anything can happen and complications do happen in this industry. So I would never want to isolate someone by themselves in that situation, especially if they were on their own in the clinic. Um, so that's it's just a big no-no. Get one of the other staff members to treat you. If you want to know my stance on should staff pay for treatments, go back to our first episode. And I was very, I was very, very strong on my stance around that. So go listen to that and uh you'll you'll know my 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 stance around that. And then the second point is really, really quickly, is it must be documented. So if you're a staff member or even you as a business owner, if you're getting treatments in your own clinic. You must be treated like a patient in your clinic and you must have a patient chart. You must fill out a medical history form and go through the same process as a patient would because, again, we are doing medical procedures and anything can go wrong. And the provider that is treating you must have all the information necessarily. So if anything does happen, they can act in your best interest. So document it and don't allow uh, your staff to do treatments on their self. That is my 
my stance and I will never change my mind on that. Okay. Now, so what do you do or have you encountered it where staff have done treatments on themselves or, you know, how do you handle it? So that's, it's a written warning. Okay. Yeah. Written warning. It's a written warning and next, next, next time they're done. Um, it's, I just, I just, there's zero tolerance for it. Yeah. And do you, or do you allow them to do it during business hours or do you have them come in? How do you handle that? So I am happy during quiet times for staff to book during business, if if it's quiet during business hours, but book like a, as a, Mm -hmm. as a patient, but I would prefer that they do it after hours. Okay. But if there's a, if there's a quiet afternoon and we know that it's 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 happening and we can't fill the spots, I'm happy to do a little bit of training and and ha- have the staff treat themselves because mm-hmm. I would rather we do that than twiddle our thumbs. Absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't it. happen often, but when it does happen, um, and then we, I often do uh, nights in clinics for the staff where. Um, I've done it before where it's um, like a bit of a pajama party where people stay late on a Friday and we 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 order some food in and, and we treat each other, right? Um, it's awesome. great. It's it's great for social media. Um, it adds content and and it rewards the staff after like a good quarter or a good month performance or something like that. That's a really neat idea. I love that. Lisa, what do you have to say? Well, I'm I'm very much the same uh, as Nate from a safety standpoint. I just I just don't think it's safe to to be doing treatments on yourself. Um, but I'm I think from a, a different perspective of you might as well go in and ex- have like experience the experience. So go in and experience it as a patient would. And I'm around the production hours. I feel like if you I, I'm a bit of a, a bag when it comes to that. I think that it, it can't be production hours. And the reason that it can't, even if times are slow, you never know when a walk-in is going to come in. And if someone's getting a treatment done, I want that walk-in to be seen in five to 10 minutes. So if you can get the gel off your face or the gel off your bikini and get out there and see that patient, then, but you can't, and it never works. And then the patient's left waiting. So I'm kind of a little bit of a bitch when it comes to uh, treating during treatment or production time. I always think staying late is great um, and doing it on your own time, which I love Nate's idea about the ordering in food and doing, you know, staff treatments on, you know, whether it's a Friday night, once a month, Saturday, once a month, whenever, Monday night, whatever it is. Um, I think setting that like side, uh, setting aside that time um, and experiencing the experience. And so um I, I do have a short story, if I if I could, on uh, staff doing a treatment by themselves. Um, I was managing a clinic, and it was a Saturday, and I wasn't in the clinic on Saturday, but I was in the area and stopped by. And uh, typically, I would go in the back door, but I how I parked, I went to go in the front door. And I walk up to the door, and there's a lady standing outside, and there's a note on the door that says, be back in 20 minutes. Well, first of all, I was alarmed because we aren't ever closed on a Saturday during production hours. And when it said, be back in 20 minutes, okay, 20 minutes from when? When the hell did this sign go up? Like, it's not a specific time. And so I went to the back and I went in the back door and... I, as I go in, I see that the laser room has like the doors cracked a little bit and the receptionist is lasering her own legs. The phone is ringing. 
there's a patient waiting outside. So, you know, I, I'm a little bit like, I have no tolerance for when it comes to, to stuff like this. So it was a knock on the door and I said, Hey, dipshit. And I said, what is going on? They've got, we've got the phones ringing. And so this is why I don't manage people because I, I can't keep cool. And I, you know, call people it, I just don't have any tolerance for it because it's, you're, the person outside was wanting to uh, book an, uh, an appointment and pay for product and the phone is ringing and the answering machine's getting it and you're doing a treatment on yourself like this is just an automatic write-up um, and could be automatic grounds for dismissal so it just it's just bad business so all around like yeah I would have to say I'm I'm with Nate on this one I am completely strict on this for for the reasons of safety and bottom line profits. A hundred percent. I can't even believe that. I would have lost my mind had I showed up to our clinic and the door was locked with a sign saying be back in 20 minutes. And one of our, our employees was doing a treatment on themselves. I don't know what I would have done. I probably would oh, be I out of the business like of managing people too. Cause I would yeah, have not, yeah. not have been good. The boot no, it was, was been given. That's insane. Who does that though? Who, who an ex-employee? <laughs> Tragic, crazy. George, what are your thoughts on this topic? Uh, oh, so I, I, I agree with both the other coaches. I mean, realistically, my, my, my opinion on it is that there are certain treatments that, yeah, you really could do them on yourself. Like, I don't think it's very difficult to do laser hair removal on yourself, but. Um, you can't have gray zones in this. And I think you have to stick with those hard no's. Nobody should be treating themselves. Um, and even just from a business marketing perspective, I want to know how Nathan treats skin. I want to be able to talk about it to someone else. I had a phenomenal treatment with Nathan. Oh my God, you got to try it. Right. Um, I, I don't think there's anything wrong though, in using empty appointments as training opportunities or for staff to get stuff done. Um, I know that a lot of business owners think that they're offering something great by pulling a pajama party to have staff come in on a Friday night and, you know, order them some pizza and get treatments done for all the staff that's out there. That's listening. I'm going to say this one for you. Nobody wants to be at work longer than they have to, not even for a free treatment. They would rather go home. So I think there are opportune ways to be able to give your staff those treatments, whether they come in on a day off that the clinic's naturally operating or whether they do, of course, like we said, those times when there's someone not available. I also think that what Lisa said though, makes a lot of sense. If you have a practice that has a certain percentage and you should know your, your analytics of walk-ins at any given time, that model does not work for you. But I've seen nurses that inject their own lips in the mirror. I've seen nurses that do their own neuromodulators. I've seen people do their own fillers. Um, I have treated myself with certain RF microneedling devices to push the limits and see what I can do. But again, you know, it's, it's safety first. I think you have to know what you're doing. I can, I can barely coordinate my hands in the mirror when I'm trying to blow dry my hair. I can't imagine somebody trying to inject their lips or, or inject their face and try to get in, in certain correct planes of, of skin. Like it's, it's freaky. I've seen someone do threads on themselves in the mirror guys. That's, that was the creepiest one. So yeah. 
this shouldn't be happening. There are providers in the industry. And if you go back to what we're always saying about no competition and collaboration, find someone that you want to have inject you find someone that you want to treat you someone you respect you might learn a thing or two about bedside manner from them you may see a technique that you actually really like you can open a conversation about business successes and failures what's working for them what's not working for you but when it comes to patient treatments staff should get treatments free i'm very pro this they should be done during regular operating hours i think most people can respect that on their day off or when there's an opportunity to get it done if two of my staff people have a lunch and there's nothing booked at that lunch and they want to use their lunch to do a treatment, I'm 100% pro about that as well. But safety first. It is very, very important because should something go wrong, you need to be able to handle that and you usually need another person. And that's a big thing. And then, of course, there's insurance. There's liability. Things that the business owner is, is taking on, you will not be covered if something goes wrong. At all. It is, it is, it goes against everything we do in medical practice, right? It's, it's just not allowed. So. Yeah, I I agree, George. And I also think that when you're doing treatments like this, I think it's just a heads up to the manager and the, and the owner of the clinic that you're doing. I, I'm not a big fan of people doing treatments behind the owner or the manager's back. Like I, I don't think, think you should do anything without having yeah. expressed consent to do Correct. it because like you said, it needs to be documented and not documented just for, you know, Oh, look what I gave you as a business owner. I got, I gave you a free syringe of filler. No, it needs to be legally documented because we're providing medical treatments. I need to be able to have that chart one in a million. And I'm the 1% where things have gone wrong. Things go wrong and they're not properly documented. It is a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Like, so let me ask you this. George, I saw a lot of heads shaking when you were talking about doing treatments on yourself. Do you feel there's a difference between owners doing treatments on themselves versus employees? Like is one acceptable or more acceptable over the other? You guys, all of you, I guess. So I I personally, uh, listen, and this is, I've done treatments on myself. Okay. But I've done them on myself at home when I had, like I've done chemical peels on myself when I've had chemical peels that I could do at home that I owned, that I bought, that I purchased. Okay. However, if you are in your business and your place of practice and you are treating yourself and something does go wrong, your insurance and liability will not cover you. And you don't want to be, I mean, there's, there's a statistic that something could go wrong. It's a small percentage, but what happens when you do, I do think there's a big difference between injectables and certain laser technologies or RF, like if you're doing an RF, you know, skin tightening to yourself that is just some gel and you're circling the machine on your cheek, very little could go wrong. But where do we draw the line? Do we say, okay, these treatments you can do by yourself, but those you can't? No. Be treated by someone else. I don't I don't think there should be any gray area in this. We have to make this one a black and white one. And I'm all about the grays. We all know that. And it's, so. I think it's also a coaching opportunity as a business owner as well. Like it gives you an opportunity to bring one of your staff members into a room with you like um, that maybe that you want to have a discussion around or you want to see how they treat you or what their bedside manner is like and it gives you an opportunity to coach them at the time or maybe have like a, a, a conversation that you've wanted to have with them in more of a casual setting 
um, or, or bring your, bring your, yourself closer to maybe a staff member that you feel like you don't have a good relationship with, giving them an opportunity to treat your skin is, is showing a little bit of vulnerability and maybe opening up a conversation that you would have never had before. So I and think trust and trust, yeah. right? So, so I think, I think, that's a great I think idea. it's a great way to create an opportunity with a staff owner kind of relationship. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, I love that. Um, so I'm going to go over to Nick and see what he has to add to this topic. I don't have much more to add. I know this is a rare, <laughs> rare thing. Are you passionate about it, Nick? Are you passionate about this topic? <laughs> um, this one, I mean, I, I agree with everything that's happened. So we're, we're a bit different, though. So I think any of the aesthetic medical services, 100%, nobody should ever treat themselves. We also have um, a healing PBM device, which is a laser, right? So if somebody comes in and let's say they're experiencing some wrist pain for doing um, a RF treatment for back to back to back to back for the last three days and their wrist is sore, we have all the healing things in our clinic. So we have active cryo, we have PBM devices, we have all kinds of things we can, we can grasp in. Um, we do everything, right? So, um, I feel personally that when we're one of the bonuses that we give our staff for working, working with us is they get access to the Novo Thor light pod to the uh, Thor handheld laser to heal. Um, I'm okay. If they do those treatments um, on themselves, you can't hurt yourself. It's, it's impossible. So when you're getting into medical treatments, yes, 100% agree. However, we actually, as a bonus to our employees, we allow them to do um, the healing side um, of our business on them if they need it, right? So if they get a bruise, they'll heal a lot faster, um, things along those lines. So 100% agree. However, we're a bit uh, an anomaly in that we have so many damn things um, and some of them specific for healing and speeding up the healing process and getting rid of inflammation and things like that. And we have it as a bonus. Like we have full spectrum infrared sauna sessions. Obviously you should not do that while you're on the clock because you're sitting in a sauna for 30 minutes. Um, but we, we want our patients to, or our staff to be able to do it. And obviously the sauna is a one-on-one -on -one thing. So um, I think we would draw the line at um, the healing side of things, but anything medical aesthetic should definitely not be done to them. So sorry if I muddied the water with this, but we really want to have, have these different treatments and uh, options available for our employees. It's a big bonus. I mean, we spend a lot of money on these devices to yes, help our patients, but at the same time, it's a huge bonus um, to be able to provide it to our staff at no cost. I mean, um, that's part of the joy of working besides being able to hang out with the most beautiful woman in the world and the smartest person I've ever met. You know, you have, you also get to experience some of these different treatments, which is good. Can I just say something? I love, we actually had, and I'm going to take this moment to share this. We actually had someone coin a, uh, uh, hashtag Nick Traverdick on how he like pulling a Nick Traverdick is now known. That's what it's known as when you compliment and love your wife publicly. That is now <laughs> pulling a Nick Traverdick. One of our listeners 
whom I absolutely love and adore him and his wife. Um, yeah. They are, are huge pod, are podcast fans and huge Nick fans. So that is, that is now known notoriously as a pulling a Nick Traverdick. Doing the Nick Traverdick. I love it. That's so cute. We need to meet those people. Um, yes. Well, just to kind of round out what all of the other coaches have said, I would a hundred percent echo that staff treatment should not be performed, you know, on your own and certainly not without consent and behind your neck behind your own. You definitely need that approved and it needs to be um, something that's hugely important for me and also mentioned was charting you have to have a chart. It has to be, you know, the settings because you don't know when something can go wrong. You don't know some treatments. It could be a week later, you notice something like you notice a nodule or something pops up that wasn't there at the time of your treatment. And you've got to be able to go back and look at what were the settings. Actually, it came up with us maybe like a month or two ago and it was an, an employee who got a treatment and it wasn't fully documented. It didn't have the settings. And we were like, what the heck? What happened? You know, and you can't go back and troubleshoot. You can't go back and do anything because you don't know. And so we've had a lot of conversations around this and emails and stuff. Um, and, and they got the boot. <laughs> no, um, about this recently. But just as a CYA, you know, if you have a medical director, we have a medical director. What if he wants to come in and pull certain charts and take a look and we don't have stuff proper, properly documented, you know? So you need to make sure that you're covering all of your bases for safety, for legality reasons. Um, and just to be consistent, be consistent so that your staff knows and knows what to expect. Um, we don't allow our staff to do it when they're on the clock either. Um, and most of the treatments they do have to pay for. Some of it, they get complimentary, like Nick said. But um, I agree with what you guys said. And I think it was a great episode. And I think it comes up a lot. And it can be super confusing. But I would say that when you bring new people on, um, just let it be known then so that you're setting the expectation of what it's supposed to look like in your clinic. So everybody's on the same page. And sometimes that can be hard because you get new stuff in and you're kind of figuring out pricing and whatever, but you know, you do the best you can. Yeah. And, and, it should, and it should be on your playbook though. Like all, like we talked about that in another, this, all this should be documented in the playbook. The yeah. other thing on that Steph is what happens if you get a really great result as well with, a, right. with one of your staff members and you haven't documented the wavelength. Yes. Like, that's a huge opportunity miss for the clinic. Going and well, before you're, and after pictures. Yeah. Before yeah. And well, your skin looks amazing. What did you do? Oh, I did the laser last week, but I forgot the wavelengths that I used. Well, yes. shit, that's a huge opportunity we dropped just there. Yes, great, great point, Nathan. I love and, that. And and before and after are not optional. Yeah. 100%. If you are getting treated in our clinic and you're a staff member, before and after pictures are not optional. They, I agree with that 100%. That, that is something that needs to needs to be mandatory. Um, but then also, um, the, I, I've talked about this book in the past. It's a book called Legacy, and it's about the uh, black shirts and um, – in New Zealand, it's an the amazing, all blacks. The all blacks. Sorry, sorry. I'm not from New Zealand. The All Blacks in New Zealand, um, and it's a wonderful leadership book. But one of the things um, that is really harped on in the book is something called sweeping your sheds. And it's no matter who you are, or how important you are, or if you're the leader, the captain of the team, you need to be willing and show your staff that you're willing to do the dirty work too. So if you, you can't put yourself above anybody else, make sure that you are sweeping your sheds proverbially where you are acting how you want your staff to act. 
you can't treat yourself different or do things in front of people and then expect them to do something different. It doesn't work. Uh, it doesn't work like that. So highly recommend everybody go out and read that book though. It's a wonderful leadership book. It's true. Like Nick and I, when we're doing treatments, like I make sure, cause sometimes the girls will forget to put us on the schedule. I go back, I put it on the schedule. We get checked out. It goes to our account, just like it does for everybody else. You know, it's all in the system. I love that. So I think the big wrap up from all this is if, you know, if staff are getting treatments in your, in your practice, um, you know, our recommendation, or at least mine is to, to do them for free or find a way to have your partner support you in this venture, but treat them like a patient. That means they are going to be put on the schedule. They're going to have before and afters done. They have to sign all the same paperwork, their health history, their consent forms. Everything's got to be properly documented. How and when you choose to do those treatments for your staff, it sounds like it's a little bit still up for debate, but most people agree that it should be at a time when it's usually not on their shift. They're there to work. You are paying them to be there for work for the most part. And so when they are getting a treatment done, it's like you're offering them the treatment for free and their hourly wage for free. So you're losing a little bit of money there. So just think about that. That's what days off are for. Or like Nathan said, if you want to do something like that after hours, that's what it's for. For off times, if you're going to do them, make it an opportunity for everyone to learn from or use it as an opportunity to learn about someone's bedside manner, their treatment techniques. Make sure that everyone's performing the same stuff. But most importantly, for liability, legal reasons, and everything in, in between, these are medical treatments that we are providing, and they need to be treated as such. Please do not be treating yourself. Things do go wrong, and when they go wrong, certain things can't be reversed, and there is nothing worse to have to deal with than that. So think about it. In the meantime, while you think about that and how you plan for your staff, plan for yourself. Who's coaching you? Who are you talking to? That's what we're here for. Message out to us. We're always here to help, to help you set those procedures and policies. Go back to listen to our episode on protocols and the playbook. Extremely important for your business. These would not be up for debate. Your new hires get to read it. They know exactly what to expect. If you have questions on how to set that up, Reach out to our coaches. You got Nick Tverdick and Stephanie Tverdick. You got Lisa Krause at the Bitch and Beautician, Nathan Strom and the Revenue Doctors, and of course myself at the underscore skin underscore guy. Have a wonderful, wonderful day, evening, or night. And don't forget, next week is my birthday, and I am accepting gifts. If you want to send me something nice like phaser lipo, all you got to do is ask me for my address or my frequent flyer number, and I'll come out to you and get it all sucked out. Wonderfully. Take care, everyone. A set of Coach's Corner coming back next week with another hot topic.